welcome to DL Gaming. My name is Christian. Um, my name is Bobby. <laughs> I'm Emilio, and I'm in my new... I don't know if I'm happy about it. The old podcast room got changed to my office now. So um, it sounds echoey to me, but I guess this mic is not picking that up. Um, so I am going to turn this into a VR computer paradise, I think. So um, I just got it all together. I have played zero video games this week. Oh, last week I got kicked out of the kitchen. So I, when I came back from camping and I found my computer in this room, in a disarray like like what's a good word for it um the whole thing was just a debacle i would say it was just it was like, yeah i had to piece it all together i still haven't pieced it all together but yeah um this is good i, I at least we don't have to listen to blenders children things like that dude but that that chaos there was something awesome about it you know i guess man not for me <laughs> not for me no. How was your guys' wee two weeks? I haven't spoken to you for two weeks. I bought a house. That's been stressful as shit. Yeah, nice. I bet. What's the when address? You, when do you move? <laughs> <laughs> can you bring it up on Google Maps? <laughs> yeah, we can We can bring it up. Yeah, for What's sure. the longitude and latitude? <laughs> the longitude and, long, and latitude. It is somewhere <laughs> on this earth. It's going to be a great place. Uh, I'm I'm super excited, super excited. You're you're in the Alberta area, step. right? The Alberta area, yeah. Okay, because I was uh, I've been making a lot of friends on Sea of Thieves, and one of them was this guy, and I know he's Canadian, and um, like he's an older gentleman, and he was saying he's in uh, the Alberta area, and I was like, oh yeah, I got a friend out there, and then he started complaining about Trudeau for like half an hour. Oh yeah, that's a uh, big pastime over here. So. <laughs> not not surprising. <laughs> That's a province? That is a province. The Alberta okay. area is a province. Yes. Okay. All right, cool. Well, now that we got that out of the way, geography section is out of the way. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about some uh, video games. Let's uh, get on the radar where these are games that have been brought to our attention, but uh, we haven't played for whatever reason. Um, I guess I'll start with something I'm kind of excited about. Um, Hawk and Reborn. Uh, Bobby, I'm I'm getting a little. I'm I might be conflating two games. So at at the time there was two fast paced first person mech games. One of them was Hawken, and the other one. Do you remember the name of the other one? I don't. We always forget this. Yeah, yeah we had so, a whole episode, and I think it might be named Hawken verse whatever the other game. Was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds like us. And um, I don't remember which one I liked more. I I think it was Hawken though. And so yeah, it's a first person. Online free to play, I believe, uh, um, versus like uh, death battle, basically, very fast paced shooting, dashing, all this stuff, and you're in this big city, and you can jump on like rooftops, and some there was some destructibility in the city. Anyway, it was fun as hell. We played it for I, I feel like a whole summer. Um, mm, wasn't that long? Wasn't that <laughs> I long? It, I did, it was like a whole week. Yeah, and I found the episode. It was Hawken vs. Mech Warrior. Which game simulates mechanized combat better? Wow! Is that a tryhard uh, subtitle, oh, Bobby? This is back in March seventeenth of twenty fourteen. Back when we did tryhard. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So, so anyway, Hawken two or Reborn is coming out, and so it's uh, you know same old mechs, uh, but faster computers and faster uh you know fucking graphical processing and all that stuff so 
I'll definitely check it out when it comes out. I don't if it's free to play. It's almost like oof. Like, uh, well, what about uh, talking about oof, dude? What about those reviews? What if it, oh, is it already out? What if it? I don't think it was out when. Okay, I'm looking at the Steam page. So We're in the future. Re- oh, jeez, twenty-two <laughs> percent. I will not be touching you this. Uh, Why not? You just, said you, you, you just said you would. Dude, you're not going to go would, back yeah, on your no. word like that. Yeah, I totally will. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> they, they, they Forget everything back. I just said. Well, there are 34 people playing it right now. So. Oh, the devs. 35th. We got to stay online, guys. Otherwise, we'll have zero people playing. They got the janitor playing, too, trying to get those counts up. Yeah, unfortunately, no, I will not be trying this. And now I'm sorry I wasted everyone's time. <laughs> Bobby, what do you got? That was Hawk and Reborn. <laughs> Don't play it. Uh, uh, Hawk and Reed dead. Um, wow. Just yikes. stomping all over the Hawk, dude. <laughs> this dead horse could take a beating. <laughs> um, I've got a game here that has been on my wish list for a long time. It's called Demons Ate My Neighbors, and it's coming out June. Now, I brought this up before, but it's been a long time, and I just wanted to bring it up again because it looks like it's coming out next month. This game looks like a spiritual successor of Zombies Ate My Neighbors, which was one of my all-time favorite games to play back in the day. Like, just absolutely one of my top co-op games on the console. Uh, I I don't think I had this on Super Nintendo, but I had a friend who had it on Sega Genesis, and this was always the game I wanted to play on um, when I was over at his place. And I, I never even got that far. It had like 100 levels or something like that, and I think I only made it up to 40, but I absolutely love that game. And I'm hoping Demons Ate My Neighbors is going to be... It's going to have everything that that I loved about that game, but also you know the, the minor necessary improvements. Uh, it is co-op. Um, it, sh- it says shared split screen, so uh, it doesn't look like online co-op, but uh, Steam has that remote play, so I guess you could just use that. Um, Bobby, do you think it was actually good or like we just didn't have anything better? Uh, I mean, it was definitely good for its time, but yeah, a lot of these games, like the Toe Jam and Earl game, they made a new one, and it was a lot like it was a lot like the original, but it was just is that what you want here? Um, I don't, I don't know, man. It's tough with these games. Like, it's got to be, it's got to be close enough to the original, but then it's got to do some other stuff different. Because if you just made a straight remake of the original, it's just not going to be very good. Uh, you know who handled these really well was whoever made. Streets of Rage 4, and what what was the other one? Um, I think it was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game that they remade or something, but they did a great job of just uh, staying true to the, the original, but also reinventing it a bit, modernizing it. Yeah, I think you have to do that. You, you don't have, have to, I guess. In real life, that demons would eat your neighbors? I don't know my no. neighbors. Have you ever had like some horrible neighbors? You're just like, wow, demons really would come in. I've handy. been the I've been the horrible neighbor. <laughs> no, the first place I moved out to. Oh man, I felt sorry for this lady. I lived above a lady. I, I called her the cat lady. Or actually, I'm sorry, I lived next door to her, and I called her the cat lady because she had a bunch of cats, and they would always come to the window, and I'd see them there. But I would, you know, like play music too loud, just not even realize that it was. Uh, you know, it was like the first time moving out on my own. So it was like, I'm free. I'm going to do everything I want. And then you, you still realize like, no, you have to be respectful of everyone you live around. 
but yeah. I had so, neighbors yeah. that were demons, if I may do a quick aside. Well, I remember I, that, yeah. Do you? Right. Yeah, didn't you have some neighbors that were awful? Or was that your landlord, your last Yeah, landlord? my landlord was awful. She was, oh. she might have been, you know, demon-like at least. But no, yeah. I had these neighbors who lived above me when I first moved out too. And uh, I had this drum set in my room, but it was an electric drum set. And I'd, I'd smash on it. And I didn't think I was making that much noise. But then when I kept walking out, they kept on calling me like Satan spawn. And like they were using very like biblical terms. And they would always call the cops on me. And the, the cops came to the door once and said, uh, are you doing any like, you know, your neighbors are saying you're doing like rituals. You're being really loud. You're like burning <laughs> candles all the time. I was like, no, I'm just living a no, I'm doing none of that. I'm just playing my drums, maybe having a couple friends over, but nothing crazy. And they they were just not well. They they would like throw stuff at me when I left the apartment and like, yeah. Jeez. Oh, yeah. You know. The church is a big effect on some people. Anyways, that's my story. <laughs> I think if, if if demons ate Bobby's neighbor, he wouldn't even know for about two months. No, dude, nobody least. knows. Uh, we don't we don't fraternize over here. The clo- I got a theory. The closer you are to your neighbors, like physically located, the uh, more socially distanced you are from them. I go to friends' houses that they live in the suburbs and they're all pretty spread out and they know, like everybody knows everybody. They know where like the hidden key is in case they need to get into the house and all that stuff. You know, I live like basically with roommates here. I'm wall to wall with all my neighbors. I don't know a single one of them and I don't really want to either. Wow, dude! I I live in this townhouse complex, and I inv- and there's like a hundred townhouses, and all my neighbors are pretty cool. So I made a community Discord group for us all to chat, just if anyone's stuff gets stolen or stuff like that. You know, neighborly, neighborly yeah. is important, Bobby. I think it's you, Bobby. I, I'm going to go ahead and say that your theory sucks, <laughs> and uh, you just don't say hi to people in the elevator. I think that's basically what it comes down to. Uh, yeah. No doubt, dude. I'm telling you, when you live this close, you don't want to be on on personal terms with them. But yeah, I was trying what, to fuck all my neighbors when I lived in an apartment downtown. <laughs> that sounds like an even worse idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, yeah. who's next? Well, um, I'll, I'll go. Jesus. Total War Pharaoh, real quick. So uh, I'm going to wait for Nick to really dive into this, because as this was happening, we were messaging each other on Discord, super excited. We were like, what's the new Total War going to be? Oh, my God. Total War Medieval? Total War Empire? And then Pharaoh popped up, and we were like, Total War Pharaoh? What? What? What is this? Uh, it's a historical title, people think. We don't really know that much about it. It's by the same studio that made the Three Kingdoms games, which the last Total War... I really enjoyed was Three Kingdoms. Um, it's about the Bronze Age collapse. So if you know what that is, we're talking ancient Egypt, um, the Bronze Age, like Assyrians and stuff. And we still, to this day, don't know why all these people are no longer here. What collapsed their civilization? It's a big question mark. So I'm interested to play this game and it's hype. And next week, me and Nick are going to pitch each other other Total War ideas. I think just feeling it out, Right now, Total War, A Bug's Life would be fucking amazing. <laughs> you know? It would be awesome, dude. Yeah. A fucking, diff- uh, you know, an army of different, made up of different bugs. That's fucking sweet. Dude, yeah. Um, Ladybug Riders. It was too long ago, right? We don't have any um, history on how uh, Egyptians fought or anything, or do we? 
Uh, I think we know a little bit. I'm definitely not an expert, but I think we know a little bit about how they fought. What we don't know is like, did all these civilizations disappear because of famine? In some texts, they reference these sea people who might be migrating to the area and like knocking over all these civilizations like dominoes, or it might be a combination of factors. But uh, we have like ancient Assyrian like laws, laws and Egyptian hieroglyphs and stuff like that. So it's not completely lost. Well, I guess you didn't watch Ancient Apocalypse on Netflix, did you? Uh, fuck that guy and fuck that show. Yeah, I didn't. Graham okay. Hancock Maybe. can Graham Hancock can suck something. All right, all right. I'm not saying he's right, but maybe you should listen to him. All right. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> you have to vet all opinions before you can, you know? You, well, you don't want to be. What's the saying? Don't make sure your brain is so open that your thoughts fall out or something like that. I'm butchering that. But there's people who believe in the yeah. flat earth, dude. They went looking for truth. Look where it ended up with them. He, on a 2D on plane. <laughs> they're on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. And that was Total World War Pharaoh. Total War Pharaoh. Uh, Emilio, Mortal Kombat 1? What what year is this? Yeah. they. Um, it's a reboot. So... Um, you know, when I said, when this got announced, um, I was like, what is going on with the story? Like, I have no idea, like the grand overarching story. So thankfully somebody put together like a seven minute video explaining everything that happened. And so there's, it's been rebooted. Um, this is going to be the third or fourth reboot that they've done it in, in the first 11 games. So like Mortal Kombat four or five was a reboot. And then like seven was a reboot and then nine was a reboot and then so it, this isn't par for the course for them i guess but um at the end of 11 the good guys won it turns out luke king wins every single fucking tournament pretty much like it's, it's like foregone cl- conclusion he wins and he saves the earth earth realm every single time um but this time the mistress of time got you know involved and um so when they restarted this time it, Liu Kang and Raiden, I think, made like a. They, they knew before it got reset, so they started to set up things in the way that they thought you know would foster a paradise, and then so that's why the video is like you know you made this perfect place and I'm I'm gonna ruin it all, but we all know who that person is, so uh, yeah, I think this is the first time that it's been rebooted and the characters know that it's been rebooted. Yes, I don't know if that changes anything, but yeah, we're starting all over, guys. So, you know, it's the original uh, tournament where you got to fight. What is it? The different realms fight each other six times in a row. If you lose six times in a row, then that realm gets to invade the other realm or take it over, or consume it or something. And then so this tournament is the sixth tournament or whatever. And, oh, it's all down to Liu Kang. You know, that's that's dude. I'm not. That's the story. Oh, I didn't write it. I didn't write it. <laughs> I'm just asking you to listen. I'm just asking you to listen. <laughs> Is the story something that a lot of like Mortal Kombat fans enjoy about it? I don't think so, but it was just really well done on these last ones. You know, these, they're, they're very story or they're very, you know, there's a lot of like interplay between the characters and. Whatever, whatever, whether or not the overarching story matters, at least the interplay between the characters is actually pretty cool, and the 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 small stories within the grand story is 
you know, they're pretty they're pretty good. Just kind of like the what's the superhero one that they made too? In um Justice, something yeah, justice. justice. Those are pretty good just to play for the story and, and for the interactions. Hmm. So that was Mortal Kombat one. And that story is actually, according to Graham Hancock, the cradle <laughs> of civilization. That's where it came from. The sixth fight. <laughs> yep. Uh, all right. Um, I've got one more game here that is actually a DLC. So Gunfire Reborn is a game that I like going back to, especially if other people were playing it. You know, if the Friday Friday night crew's on and they're playing this, I'll definitely jump back into it. Uh, the game has come such a long way. Uh, they've added more characters, more weapons, uh, changed the talent trees a little bit. Um, but they have their first DLC that's coming out in just a few days here called Gunfire Reborn Artisan and Magician. Not a very creative title because this is just describing the two new characters that are included in the DLC. Yeah. Um, one character... Uh, he throws these cards out. He's like Gambit. I don't know exactly how they work, but he throws cards at people. Um, the other character calls down a mech uh, that attacks enemies. Um, they're also adding four new guns, like a, a squid gun. And um, and this is really confusing. A brick? A brick that you just throw at people <laughs> repeatedly? It's effective. Throughout the years, it's uh, one of the greatest uh, yeah. projectiles. It's coming back. underestimate the brick. Yeah. It's coming back. <laughs> It's making a comeback. We all saw Home Alone too. We know how, how damaging a brick can uh, be. I I have not. Sorry. Is that a good movie? Wow. Um, Is he really Home Alone? There's always someone else coming out. Uh, he, he's lost in New York, so he's not exactly Home Alone, but he kind of is. Watch yeah. it this Christmas, man. It's really good. Yeah, and you know the funniest thing while we're on the Home Alone topic, big. Big bird walk we're going on here. Sorry, folks. Bird <laughs> I walk. Playing. I love that. <laughs> That's what that my fifth grade teacher used to call it when he went on a tangent. We're going on a bird walk. <laughs> I'm just so keeping good. it alive, dude. I'm keeping it alive, dude. <laughs> bird walk. Now, now that I say it, it does sound ridiculous. I like it, though. But I knew exactly I what it was. Yeah, you knew what it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No explaining needed. Yeah, I've no. never heard of it. Oh, before. man. We went on a bird walk from my bird walk, dude. <laughs> uh, back to the second bird walk. So I was playing with uh, Nyanko, um, you know, he's from Belgium and we were talking about Home Alone and he's like, you know what they call that in France? And I was like, hey, no. And he tells me the title and I just started laughing. They call it Mommy, I Missed the Plane. That's oh. that's the title. Oh. But yeah. Does he miss a plane in the first one? I guess he does, huh? Yeah, that's yeah. why he's Home Alone because yeah, he yeah, missed yeah, the yeah. plane. Yeah, but it's just, I don't know why they rename things like that but anyway so yeah the gunfire reborn artisan and magician four new guns two new characters coming out real soon here i yeah, no so. price yet but i don't know man this is just one of those games that i always come back to i always leave it installed so i'll probably pick this up although it's going to be hard to top the bird character i really like that guy um the uh, and then you did you played robo robo fucking you know the other ver the other game that's yeah. very much like this but you didn't like it as much right yeah and i remember i talked about this um it, it's on game pass and i can't remember the name of it it is robo it. something but um it it seems like everything about that game would be better than this but for some reason i just like this one more maybe it's because i played it first and like that's the standard i'm judging the other one by but i don't know i just i like this one more 
Well, hopefully uh, that DLC is better than Mommy, I Missed a Plane 2. Yeah. <laughs> 3 was terrible, by the way. And there's no plane in that one, I don't think. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, they kept making those movies. I think they had four of them, and then there was a, a like a reboot or something or like a... With a new kid. Yeah, a new one like a couple years ago. So the yeah. general premise is he can't get to where he needs to for Christmas, and he's stuck without he any gets, parental supervision. Well, you've seen the first Home Alone, right? I've not seen any Home Alone. Oh, my oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. What are we doing here? But I, I've, they... been, I've been Home Alone a couple times, though, if that helps. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. It's because you're so much younger than us. I forget yeah. you've missed these cultural touchstones, dude. Like, you weren't, you weren't around for Home Alone. Like, you weren't part of that craze, dude. You weren't there when... The bum bum song hit number one on TRL, dude. You don't, you don't understand. I don't know what me. any of those words mean. I mean, I know what the words in between mean, but I like TLD. What's TRD? What is that? I have no idea. TRL, Total Request, MTV, Total Request Live. You uh, might yeah. not know what MTV is, dude. I know what MTV is because MTV. I would, yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that helped. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I would sneak. You know, in my young biblical days, I would sneak channels sometimes that had women wearing, you know, things that weren't floor length skirts and yes. MTV, MTV had that and showing a little ankle, showing a little ankle. That was nice for me as a kid. <laughs> I'm glad you have oh, fond man. memories of that. What color should I paint this wall behind me, guys? What are you thinking? Uh, purple. I don't know if that would look very good on screen. Always the technical answer. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, we'll talk about it later. Gray. You should paint it something though, because gray it like looks my thoughts. <laughs> gray is a good neutral color. Actually, it makes other colors pop, and mm. it, uh, yeah, that that might be good. Especially like they say, if you're if you're editing, like if you're super serious about editing, you should be in a gray room because then you get an accurate depiction of colors. What color is going to make my Mexican pigment pop? <laughs> Bright yellow. Bright yellow. <laughs> I love a bright yellow wall. A feature something wall right real behind. festive. Yeah. All right, uh, Bobby. Did you play Wizard of Legend? Do you remember this? That name sounds so familiar. It was an I, early. Um, it was an early roguelike. It was an action roguelike, and it was very cool, man. I re I played a lot of it. So, um, it's very fast paced, top down um, action roguelike. And you have uh, the powers of the elements at your disposal. So um, each each element has this like skill tree, and um, so you can go down it. Uh, you could go down air or, or earth or fire and all those things. But then later on, you can start mixing them up. I've never seen a game. You know, um, I've gone on and on about synergies, uh, how much I enjoy them in games, and you know, putting things together uh, and. It's hard. It's hard to develop something like that because, you, you know, you got 200 abilities and each one of them mixes together. It's like one of those, uh, you know, a billion different combinations. And that's how you feel when you're playing this. And so you just, you know, tinker, you, you're just moving things around. And that, that was the huge selling point for me. Just like, oh, if I trap them with my air tornado, but then stomp them with the fucking brick. Oh, there he goes. There's the, there's the bricks. Brick. Yeah. And then, you know, you light them all on fire and then you go for the biggest combo. You know, it's, yeah, it's really fun. Uh, I never beat it. Um, but yeah. Part two is coming out. Um, higher res graphics. Um, they said that they're going to keep doing. Oh, and it was co-op. 
um, they're going to keep doing what they do and have all the elements and the tinkering and all that. So, yeah, this will be probably a pickup for me unless it's Moog sitting negative and it came out already and I don't even know about it and I wasted everybody's time again. Um, That's a good caveat. That's a good caveat to pop in there. That's yeah, good. I didn't click on it. Um, I'm doing it looks awesome. Yeah. It's Apparently, really I have not played Wizard of Legend. I'm looking at the Steam page. No hours played. Don't own the game. So you must have talked about this a lot because I, I remember this very well. Uh, Christian, you and Rianne could uh, play the first one together because, you know, it's very um, Hades. Uh, it, it, the the action is like Hades. So, um, it, but it's all pretty, there's no story. It's just action. But you could probably get this super cheap, like a couple bucks and Dude. pick up. I've been trying to get Rianne to play other roguelikes with me or just other games in general. And she'll play like a couple hours or, or something. I like we'll we'll dally in other games, but then she'll always go back to Hades. It's like convincing a plant they shouldn't have water. Like she just goes to it, she's like seven hundredth hour, eight hundredth hour. I can't get enough yeah. Hades. But she still hasn't hundred percent of it, so you know, I think she needs to get good kinda. Warconia well, says it should be baby blue or Canadian red. I'm guessing Canadian red is like the flag. That's a very red, red. That would be awful on, on video. <laughs> yeah, those are very loud referring to it as Canadian red. You guys have the best fucking flag. Your flag is fucking dope. No, our flag it's, fucking sucks. It's got a leaf on it, dude. I don't know. <laughs> I think it just pops, you know? It's just like, boom. Uh, I mean, I like the design, but I mean, you got a leaf on your flag. And it... We are the forest people. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Dude, the Lebanese flag with the evergreen tree on it, that's also pretty cool. I like that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, okay. what else we got? Halls of oh, Torment. Halls of Torment is another vampire survival game. I'm going to stick with that moniker. Um, so there's so many of these, uh, but this one, it looks pretty cool because it looks like Diablo 1 or Diablo 2, somewhere in between there. Um, it, you know, it's a wave survival roguelike. Um, so you guys know what this is already. It's Vampire Survivor or um, Rune fuck soul Stone survivors whatever there's a million of these uh but this one brings back some nostalgia the, all the sound effects seem to be like from straight out of diablo as well even the uh the potion for your health and stuff uh so if you want to play vampire survival with a um a uh, diablo skin this is the one for you uh the it's overwhelmingly positive right now it's like 450 i might pick it up no uh, it looks good and that is Halls of Torment. Wow. Yeah, that looks like straight up like Diablo 2 graphics. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. I guess we'll be going over to highlights. Highlights are games that we did play and we do want to talk about. Um, Christian, you have a lot of letters there. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I don't know what's fucking going on here. Uh, I played Star Wars Rebellion again, and we've talked about Star Wars Rebellion ad nauseum, so I want to keep it short uh, because... This is, uh, it's such a great game, and I'm always like, I'm not going to enjoy it when I go back. Like, every time I'm like, eh, it's probably, probably hasn't held up. You know, I'm playing all these, like, Total War games, Victoria 3, all these grand strategy titles, and I'm like, these are awesome, but let's try Star Wars Rebellion again, you know? And every time I go back, it's fucking fun. I won as the Rebellion against the Empire in six hours, and I feel like with all these 
new grand strategy games, they just take so much longer to actually finish a round. Like, if mm-hmm. I was to ask people who play Civ, how much, what percentage of time do you actually finish a game? And I think the average would be like 20%, 15%. Like, you're missing out on a huge part of the game because the first part of the game is really uh, the best part when you're first establishing your Civ and getting things going. And then a lot of it can be a slog, depending on what's happening on the uh on on the field and star wars rebellion never feels like a slog because you win when you take your opponent's capital um you can make units pretty quickly any unit can go to any planet it just takes a little bit longer there's not like terrain you have to move through and i'm just wondering like were these decisions was this game made like this just because of the hardware at the time and like they couldn't make a 50 hour grand strategy game or was it always the intention to produce something that you could finish in six hours and maybe we should go back to that because if you know of a grand strategy game you can finish in six hours let me know but i've played a lot of them and i can't i i would love one i would love one that i could finish a game in two days that'd be great grand strategies have become too grand (laughs) too grand (laughs) if you ask me (laughs) yeah a lot of times um you know games back in the day they they were they did have hardware constraints and I feel like that's not much of a issue anymore because you just change it. You dumb your game down to kind of fit what you want to do. But um, to be speaking of Mortal Kombat, the reason that Shang Tsung, the the boss character, was a morph he was he morphed into other people to do their super or their specials, is because they ran out of memory on their chips for the cabinets. Like it, they couldn't fit any more like special moves, so they were like, let's just make him turn into the other characters and do their moves. And so that's why fucking that happened. But you end up with this thing, this concept that's pretty cool. You know, sometimes constraints can, uh, pressure makes diamonds. Yeah, totally. And scope creep in some of these new games. Like I just played Age of Wonders 4, Grand Strategy game, and it's awesome. It's super fun. But at the end of the game, I was having that same thing. Like I'm just playing this to finish it now, you know? Like I've done pretty much everything there is to do, and I just want to finish it so I can play the next one. Um, but shouldn't I just stop right now? Cause it's just 50 turns, which is quite a long time of nothing. And star Wars rebellion as old as it is 1998. It's crazy. Uh, I bought that game off the shelf. Wow, dude. Um, this was, did one you of ever first... finish it, Bobby? Did you ever? Oh yeah. Yeah. It? Yeah. And you know, what's funny is if you, if you search around for it now, there's actually a tabletop game or a board game yeah. called rebellion. And it yeah. actually looks pretty good dude i would love to play that yeah i was looking up guides and i ran into that uh this weekend i was like what's this board game yeah it's probably on tts guys you guys could totally play it probably yeah yeah um bobby doesn't want to face me because he'll lose sadly (laughs) uh i don't know about that (laughs) only if i play the empire yeah um i was gonna say oh uh what's the modding uh community like like for this guy i was expecting this time when I went into it, I was like, I'm going to look for mods. I'm going to try to get the graphics up, uh, the interface. Maybe I can get it at least to 1280 on my screen. That'd be cool. Some sort of AI upscaling. But I couldn't find nothing. I found really? a mod someone was working on uh, in 20, 2015 to make multiplayer uh, stabi- uh, more stable. Uh, but other than that, I couldn't find anything for like graphics or um, advanced settings or just like quality of life things. Like this game has maybe like 50 hotkeys that are needed to play it efficiently. 
alt all your number keys do something different and give you different screens for example uh that only exists in the manual that's you can't just click around and find that you just have to know um so yeah it would be awesome if there was some mods maybe uh maybe i just wasn't looking in the right places but i couldn't find any no so my dream of the gungan taking over the empire is <laughs> not gonna happen well you can do that in uh what's the other star wars Star Wars galactic battlegrounds yeah galactic yeah. battlegrounds you can play the, the Gungans? Yeah, you can. Yeah. Wow. It's like an Age of Empires clone. The Gungans can build stuff underwater. It's pretty cool. Rizla kill you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's crazy that they made you do voices for the units in the game, dude. That's awesome. It's true. Uh, uh, what else is going on? So many things to click on. All right. That was, uh, what was that? Star Wars Since Rebellion. Star, yes, Star Wars what's, Rebellion. Uh, <laughs> Shadow uh, of the Tomb Raider? Is that what's coming up? Yeah, because um, remember, I, fuck it, I don't know, six months ago, I was really into this game. And I totally forgot that I was playing it because it's on Epic and I don't load Epic up very often. And I went, what did I go play? Oh, Breath's Edge um, was free and highly recommended. And I went and played that. And when I played that, I uh, saw this again and uh, still great game. I'm going to finish this. That's probably what my I'm playing the most right now, uh, which means I played it like two hours, two weeks ago. Um, but yeah, I, I'm definitely into it. Uh, it's funny when you're, you know, I was five, six hours into this game and I come back to it and I have no idea what I'm doing. Like it's, laughable dude watching laura just trip and fall over and over and die over and over because i forgot what trip wires look like i forgot how to disarm them i forgot how to wall run i forgot all that shit dude this poor girl dude it was like a fucking uh it was like i was being a masochist with like a pin pin cushion or whatever it was it was awful uh, and it's extremely brutal like laura gets fucked up dude it's one of the i remember that when the first of the reboots came out they were like why are they so brutal on, with this girl? Like it's it's kind of disturbing, and so when you fall in a a, a pit of st- fucking spikes, sometimes like, it's a ragdoll physics. But sometimes her eyes are looking at you in the screen, like why? You oh know, my it's god, like, dude. fuck, dude, it's fucked. Damn, yeah, it, it, it it's some, some of the most disturbing deaths because she's like a pretty girl, you know, and she's just like, oh, it's terrible, fucking a lion or a fucking cougar buys her in the back of the head. It's yeah. And I love it. It's a good game. And so I'll keep playing this and it was free. I couldn't believe that they were giving this game away for free on Epic a long time ago. It was like early on anyway. Um, yeah, I'll be playing that, that and XCOM two whenever I get a chance. Uh, I got XCOM two to be working on my steam deck. I have an eight hour shift graveyard shift tonight. Maybe I'll have some time for some, some uh, Xbox, I mean, some XCOM. So that was Shadow of the Tomb Raider. And by the way, how are you supposed to know the difference between the three remakes? They're all just like Shadow of the Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider lived next door. Like there's no, you have no idea what, it doesn't make any sense. You're just supposed to know. Yeah, they're not numbered or anything. I think Rise of the Tomb Raider was the second one. It was Tomb Raider, Rise, and then Shadow, I I think. But I don't know. I only played the first one, and I didn't like it. Of course. Yeah. Big surprise. (laughs) (laughs) So this week, uh, 
or last week, Nick bought me Warhammer 40k bolt gun. So thank you very much. He's playing it as well. So I'm sure we'll hear about it from him when he comes back. But I did play it. I, I think it's got three chapters and I'm just about at the end of the first one. Um, so that'll give you an idea about how far into the game I am. This is the boomer shooter I was talking about last week, you know, the retro style uh, Warhammer 40k where you play as a uh, space marine, very gory, uh, you're shooting up all these uh, monsters and there's blood and guts everywhere. <laughs> Um, pretty good. There's not as much, um, I thought there was some sort of like RPG element or like a leveling up in there, but I don't think there is. It's pretty standard. You run around and you find bigger and better guns as you go around. Now it does say when I, I flip through the guns, it says like strength three or strength five or strength seven. So I don't know if I'm somehow leveling up the gun or what's happening with that. I'm not quite sure. Um, and yeah, I have not got, I assume there's a boss fight at the end of each of these. So I haven't got to the boss fight quite yet, but I will say the game, when you start it, it recommends the lowest difficulty. That's what it's set to by default. So I Did knocked it up that? to, no, no, I knocked it up to medium because I figured like that's probably more acceptable. It's kind of hard to judge difficulty um, in games too, because they, they're always doing it by their own metric so usually the recommended difficulty is like what you should be playing on so i was like okay maybe this is one of those games where like you you're supposed to start on the low difficulty unlock some stuff move up to the medium or something i i don't know uh but i started on medium and it was way too easy um the first like five or six levels like just you're you're just kind of ripping through uh, every enemy and it's just it's kind of boring so you have to I, I think you probably do need to put it on um on a hard I, I think there's like four or five difficulties but i think the third one is probably the best uh for most people but yeah it's a pretty good game i mean it's got uh it's got a good feel for it you know i'm not a warhammer 40k fan so i'm just tearing through monsters right like i don't know who these enemies are or like what their significance is so um, I, that is all kind of lost on me, but it's got a, it's got a good feel to it. Um, is this it's got, better than nightmare Reaper? Like just mechanics and how the guns feel and everything. It, I'm looking at a video or I was looking at a video and it looks so satisfying, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, the enemies, when you start getting later in the game, uh, the enemies get a little more spongy, so you have to hit them a, a lot more. Um, and I feel like I don't see that a whole lot. And uh, well, I guess Doom was kind of like that when you got to the later stages. But yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty good. I, I'm not going to say they knocked it out of the park, but you know, maybe when I get to the boss fight or I get further into the game, it'll change. But from what I've seen so far, like I'd say it's pretty good. Why is it called Bolt Gun? I am not sure. That's what they use. They use bolters. The bolters? Um, okay. Yeah. Well, there is a, okay, so that's the name of their weapon, because there is a gun that I got, I think it's the fourth gun that you get, and it's actually my favorite. I would equate it to the chain gun in Doom. You don't have to reload. Um, It slows you down when you shoot it, but it just like pumps out a whole bunch of bullets in a short period of time, but you're always running out of ammo. The chain gun was probably my favorite, and um, I'm sorry, not... Am I thinking of Doom or Wolfenstein? Both Doom and Wolfenstein had a chain gun, but uh, in Wolfenstein, it was like the top gun you could get. But in Doom, I think it was um, one of the lower ones. 
Dude, if I would have asked the question with, sorry, Amelia, if I would have asked that question about the gun with Nick was here, he would have given me the manufacturer, the date it started (laughs) being used in the army, the ethos of what they thought about the gun, what the enemies (laughs) think about the gun. Uh, I'm a little disappointed, Bobby, but not surprised, honestly. (laughs) Yeah. Well, he'll be on because he's playing it as well. So we'll hear his. Yeah. And I can tell from his achievements that he's much further in the game. He's got two chapters done already. So he's about twice as far as me. I'll also be getting a drink uh, during his review of the game as well. <laughs> um, speaking of Doom, uh, Foss Josiah uh, posted this. Uh, m- it's called MyHouse.Wad um, inside Doom's most terrifying mod. So um, it's like a video and it. I was at work and I clicked it. I thought it was going to be like a 15 second. It's like an hour and a half. And it's about a guy's um, adventure through this Doom mod. And um, that there's this whole story behind it of like who wrote it and what it was. I guess at a certain time it was popular to make a mod of your house. So a lot of people were doing that. And so, you know, this one got posted and people played it and quickly found out that it was way more than just a house. Like um, you keep playing mirrored versions of the same house over and over and over uh, but they change and it gets weirder and weirder and it kind of becomes this whole psychological thing. I watched the whole video. Like it was very good, very well done. I don't want to give too much away, but um, yeah, it's, it's very cool, man. Um, Bobby, I thought you would, I, I, I really enjoy this video. Um, but yeah, I'll just leave it at that. It's uh, my house dot wad inside doom's most terrifying mod. The guy did an incredible video of, uh, of doing it and yeah. There it is. I highly recommend it. Go check it out. Even I don't know anything about Doom, and I enjoyed it quite a bit. Hmm. Yeah. So that was Warhammer Bolt Gun, and I'm going to talk about Warhammer Tacticus. Um, since I did not have a computer, and I dece- I fucking got rid of Marvel Snap like three weeks ago because why? You know, you get, what happened? You get to a point where you're like, you know, the meta, you just kind of get sick of the meta and you know what the, you know what you're going to play and, and, but you know, I had a great time with it. I don't regret the whatever 45 bucks I threw at it or whatever it was. Sounds like a breakup. I don't regret the time we spent together. I just, you know, (laughs) I just had enough, you know, um, very probably my favorite mobile game of all time. Maybe. Yeah, probably. I don't play many, but um, anyway, since I didn't have a computer, I was like, let me find something. And so I found Warhammer Tacticus. And I mean, yeah, it suffers from all the fucking mobile stuff. Like to get your rewards, they're on like eight. I thought Marvel Snap was bad because it's like four different screens to get your rewards. There's like eight different screens. There are. It's a tactics game and it's actually pretty good. The core game, if it was just that, you know, I would play it all the time. You have all these different um characters and you level them up and you could actually play as the alien races you could play as the necrons you could play as the orcs like it's all there there's so much in this game but it if just the rewards are a slog can you and there then they made the fucking game itself a uh it's a grind fest like why though i guess because they want you to pay money and make it go faster i guess um it's they ruined the pretty good game it's unfortunate uh, but I did play it for like three hours. I would say I like playing. I like playing games. These games 
until you hit the paywall and then just stop playing. Like it's just free content, you know, if you can put up with all the bells and whistles that they're throwing at you. So yeah, if you're bored and at the airport, there you go. Wow. That is a great. Who is not bored at the airport? Me. Cause I have a steam deck motherfucker. <laughs> okay. Well, I think that's a good segue to the mobile game that I played. You know, exciting. It's called Call of Dragons. And I don't know what these are called. Like, it's an MMO RTS or like an MMO kingdom builder. You know what I'm talking about? You build a base, you have structures in it that give you resources. Then you go out, fight other people. And that's that's the loop of the game. Yeah, yeah, like Clash of Clans. Yeah, Clash of Clans. And uh, Biblioclasm in our Discord was like, is anyone playing? I'm going to make a DLG alliance. So I joined up. And I had a great time. I was like, this game is awesome. But then, you know, the mobile game post-coitus hit me. And it was like, you know, three or four hours in, you have to pay to level up. Everything is pay, pay, pay. Six different currencies. Um, Notifications all the time. Notifications every hour, every half an hour. Too much, dude. Too fucking much. And it got me so disappointed because when I was growing up, you know, a young 12, 13-year-old in small-town Alberta, just wanting to leave my mark on the world. You know how I did that? By games like this. Games like Tribal Wars and Battle Dawn, which were free-to-play text-based kingdom builders, only text. And same thing. You built resources in your town. You grouped up with other people. You took over other places. And it, it was fun. And as far as I can remember, the only pay-to-win elements in those were like get a golden border around your thing or whatever because it was text-based there's no graphics and so after this game i was like okay i'm on a nostalgia crusade guys like i'm trying to get to, to where i was when i was 12 or 13 so i'm looking up tribal wars i'm looking up battle dawn they've remade them with all the same mobile trappings mm-hmm. uh like I can't find a text-based kingdom builder. So part of why I wanted to talk about this is if you're out there and you play one or you know of one, let me know because I want something I can check once a day that I can play with other people. It takes me 15 minutes to check and has no pay-to-win elements and and is free. That's all I want. It's easy, guys, right? Yeah. <laughs> all I want is a supermodel that uh, doesn't talk and uh, cooks for me. It's a, no problems. What? Why wouldn't I want her to talk? Anyways, um, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't get the reference. But right. um, did you guys ever play any of these text-based kingdom builders or free-to-play browser-based games? No, I've never played. I don't think I've, other than toying around with Zork, I don't think I've ever played a text-based anything. Oh, right, Zork, that one that Mini brought up. That one was fun too. Yeah, isn't there a? Um... Isn't there an AI generated text based game that like has no end? I think there's we, we brought it yeah, up. Yeah, there was I, I remember that. It came out a while ago, but can't remember yeah. what it was called. I'm sure they've worked on it continuously. And AI has gained so much uh potency since then too. Uh th- that'd be interesting. I would yeah, I'd always been fucking interested in those. But, but then I hate to read, so <laughs> well, Battle Dawn was like 1.5. Uh, it was a map of the real world, so there was like a visual element. And when you moved your armies around, they moved one square every hour. Um, so, like text-based mostly, but some rudimentary graphics. Uh, 
Yeah, if you're out there and you played Battle Dawn, let me know. That'd be really cool. I would definitely go back to a game like this. Uh, um, but I would if, not go back to Call of Dragons, which is what I was talking about. Was it interesting to see a visual res- representation of what you had previously only imagined? Yeah, it was awesome. I, I yeah. like when I started playing. I was like, "This is so cool! Like, this is yeah, exactly right. what I wanted." But then, yeah, man, they want me to pay twenty bucks to to move up, and then they'll probably want me to pay twenty bucks next month. Like, I wouldn't mind if they were upfront about the subscription. I'd probably pay it if it was fun enough. But it just like, dude. The sound effects, like a slot machine in front of me. I don't need that. I, I know yeah. my limits, and they're they're not very far. I need to get all that stuff away from me. <laughs> yeah, I, I tried to get you to play fucking Monopoly slots, which isn't nearly as bad as the, the games that we're talking about. And you were like, no, too many notifications. Yeah. Um, so um, Brenda Vision saying that he played a BBS. I don't know what a BBS called is, but called Major Mud. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Text-based games, online ones, were called MUDs back in the day. And I, somebody explained to me that like um, uh, a lot of our lingo and stuff that went into EverQuest and then, then into WoW uh, all came from MUDs. So like uh, one in particular is calling enemies mobs, MOBs. That comes from these MUDs is what oh, I heard. cool. I don't know. And some That's other stuff. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, I've got one more game to talk about here. <laughs> Don't sound too excited, dude. Sorry, I really sucked the wind out of this fucking. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I don't know how excited I am for this game. I, I am surprisingly, I surprisingly enjoyed it, despite a lot of things I didn't like. The game is called Cart Rider Drift, and it is on Steam. However, this is also a mobile game, and it's on PlayStation possibly xbox it's one of those uh cross-platform games where you can see what platform other people are playing on so it's pretty embarrassing when you lose to somebody who's playing on their phone (laughs) but it is a cart a cart racer game and it's made or it's published and developed i guess by nexon so published by nexon america but developed by nexon korea so nexon i always remember them because well, i mean first of all they they published or made maple story which a lot of people played and liked but for me i got really hooked on this mmo like 10 years ago it was called dragon nest it was totally random got so hooked on it but i, I remember always being so annoyed i had to log into my nexon account and use the nexon launcher it was uh really stupid but anyway they've got this cart rider drift game that's just a your standard cart racer game with a lot of like mobile stuff incorporated it's so stupid how they do some of the stuff it doesn't make any sense for instance when you get upgrades or whatever they come into your mailbox you have to go into your mailbox open your mail get it and then it puts it in the upgrade section so then you go to the upgrade section and then you unlock it and then it puts it in your inventory then you go into your inventory and then you equip it it's it's like a bobby nightmare uh, it's terrible dude what's that uh monster game where you discover the monsters uh you're like a paranormal investigation team and you didn't like how oh, they had like the ui the that you had to like yeah. Yeah. Oh, phasmophobia. yeah this seems like 10 times worse than that it, it is terrible dude and you can't find your currency you have to the only place you can find it we figured out was in the mailbox and the reason that i played this game is because the friday crew was playing this so i was like all right i'll, I'll check it out and god it despite all this stupid stuff and there there are a lot of stupid stuff or stupid things like 
it, a lot of like pay to win type of things. Um, I, I actually really enjoyed it. Now, I think there's fun. a fundamental problem with kart racers. I don't play racing games, but kart racing is about as close as I get. But the issue with those is there's a catch up mechanic in them where, especially in this game, they just bombard you with the, um, what do they call them? The upgrades or the items that you get where you can shoot stuff at the enemy or block a shot or like, you know, do different things. The stuff that makes it fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, They they give you a ton of that stuff. So people are always firing those things. There's really just not a whole lot of skill. If you get really far ahead, that just makes you a target. So it doesn't matter. It all, it all comes down to like right before the finish line, like who hits what or who hits who with an item right before you're about to cross the finish line. So you could, you don't really, I don't know. I, I feel like the, the kart racers, they give you the feeling of you are making progress, but really it doesn't matter. You could be doing absolutely terrible the entire game and still get first place if, if the right thing happens right before the end, you know? Um, so it, it just, yeah, it feels it, very random. It it also become, um, resource management is an, definitely something, you know, if you get a lightning bolt in Mario Kart, on the second lap and you hold it till the right section on the third lap, then you can hit that lightning bolt right before and you can take the game a lot of times. So you got to try to have to, you know, know when to use it. Yeah. Um, it's timing. It's yeah, timing. But this game, use. they give you it, way more than Mario Kart. They give you those items way more often. Oh. Um, and they've got modes where you can play without those, but nobody plays it. Every time we queued up for that, we just got queued with bots. It's, it's almost like crabs in a bucket, you know, they're all trying to get out. And then whoever the first one out is happens to be the first one. It's you're having fun cr- trying to crawl out. You're trying your best. And I think that's where the fun is. Yeah. Crabs have fun, too, when they're doing that. They, Do yeah, they? <laughs> and the drifting is a little weird in this game, too. I don't really like how it feels. But then again, this is like it is a mobile game. It's like a cross-platform mobile game. Inexplicably, 17.2 gigs to install this on your computer. Wow. Don't know why that is. That Uh-oh. is <laughs> crazy. Yeah. What, what are they installing? Um but despite all this, I still had a good time. And I think it was because I was playing with friends and you're allowed to race as a team. So we're queuing up. Uh, there were four of us and we're queuing up against another group of four every single time. And then, you know, based on the standings, it determines whether you win or lose. So if you have enough people in the higher bracket, then you then you win. But yeah, man, th- this would be a good game it, it, if you're looking for something to do. It's free to play. So th- this would be a good game if you just have some friends online. And it, the rounds take like three minutes or f- less than five minutes. Like they're super quick. So, uh, you know, it would be fun to play with you have like friends and you don't know what to play. And uh, the only problem is 17 gigs because that's Bobby, that's always a thing. I just searched your hard drive right now and I found the 15 gig file that says Bitcoin miner.exe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just letting you know. Bitcoin miner.exe. Yeah, that's subtle. <laughs> <laughs> Completely, Adam. I, I do kind of want to go through the game's files and just see what exactly, because if people are playing this on their phone, obviously they're not downloading a 17 gig version of it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It, you know, it was like when uh, last week after the show or two weeks ago after the show, when we were all going to play Sea of Thieves and you didn't have it downloaded. I'm like, dude, that game's 90 gigs. <laughs> By the time you had it downloaded, you had to go. Was, so, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But now, uh, this is a perfect segue. Um, so I got fiber, uh, I don't know, like 
two, three months ago about this little company that fucking started to fucking use old utility lines that nobody else was using and brought fiber to the masses, which is great because Cox, um, Cox is our communications around here and you won't, you don't get a choice. There's no choices. Mm-hmm. It's um, no bid contracts. They just buy entire neighborhoods and then they own it. And that's the only place you can get your ISP from. And it's fucking bullshit. So I, I was so, I was like, yay, capitalism. Cause the, these guys figured out a way to get their uh, thing to us. So, but my internet's been spotty and um, even though I get 900 to my router, like it, it hasn't been whatever. So I'm outside. I'll tell the whole story because it's kind of funny. I'm outside and I'm about to paint this room because I'm painting the floor, right? And uh, I'm in my work clothes still. So I'm out there. These sales guys come up with AT&T stuff and they're like, hey, do you want uh, do you want uh, the fiber? And I was like, I already have fiber with and blah, blah, blah. So he goes, you have a really beautiful house, man. Um, and I go, well, it's not mine. It's hers. And Roberta, my mother-in-law, was sitting in her car right there. And he goes, oh, shit, are you the gardener? Oh, no. (laughs) Like, he had already pitched me, and we were already, like, five minutes into our conversation. And I was like, "Uh, no, no, like, I live here. She doesn't. Uh, Yeah, I have, you know, whatever. So, anyway, yeah, he thought I was the gardener. Um, And uh, where am I going with this? Oh, so we get the fiber through AT&T. It's cheaper. It's better. It's it's AT&T. It's a big company. Hopefully, I get better in service. Um, And they, uh, the sales guy comes over the next day. Like, this went so fast. They're installing the shit. And there's a sales guy. He's like, do you want to, do you guys want all new cell phones and just switch over to AT&T and we'll pay off all your old cell phones and give you $200 per phone that switches over? Wow. Like, yeah, dude. Like, fuck. How could I possibly turn that down? Dude? <laughs> you are somehow consistently finding ways to get new phones. I don't, I don't want year. to, dude. I, I really <laughs> I don't love want them. to. <laughs> I really like my Pixel uh, XL. They can't stay away from me. They keep giving me new phones. I can't say no. I can't. <laughs> I love my Pixel fucking 7 Pro, dude. I love it. And I I had a really hard time, but the whole family was switching over. And my family always gives me shit about fucking not having an iPhone because I can't FaceTime them. And I'm I'm the one with the green text that fucks everything up. So uh, I'm like, Jesus, I really don't want to. But like for 200 bucks. And then I realized I switched over. I'm on iPhone now. I don't know how to use this thing. Like I feel like. Yeah, they're so different. I, I have like a four-year-old phone, dude. I, iPhone. I don't know what I'm doing. And um, obviously, I'll get it. I'm going to use it, like, nonstop. But um, what was I going to say? Uh, a new phone or whatever. I lost my train of thought. But I anyway. the salesman was going to give you the plunder pass. He was like, hey, yeah, we have, have a special it, deal. Dude. Two years of plunder pass. <laughs> dude, is that not a crazy deal, though? We ended up with, like, a thousand dollars in gift cards. It a, sounds too good to be cards. true. It, may, it would but make you raise one eyebrow. Yeah, had this been. Well, like, I mean, that's that's what they do, though. They they shower you with all that stuff to get you on there. That's yeah. like a big strategy. To, Isn't it only like a year contract that you have to sign? It is here, at least. I don't know. I don't know. I, I have a Pixel too, dude. I don't. I don't know about this stuff. I bought it like flat out. I didn't make payments or do any contracts, so. I, I am not knowledgeable. Yeah. Uh, we just lost Emilio with his nice, fast internet. Oh, he's come back. Am I back? Yes, yep. sir. Okay. Yep. 
All right, cool. Um, AT&T, right, buy it. Yeah. <laughs> Sponsoring this show. <laughs> yeah, I know. If only. Uh, all right. Want to- well, I think that's about it for highlights. Um, this is the last week to sign up for DLGCon. Holy shit. No, well, it's the last one where you get to guarantee yourself a, what room you want to pick, right? They can no, still this, sign up later. I think they this could, is but, it. But they might not, we might not have space after this. We're going to oh, go with right. this number. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're, we're going to find a place based on the number that we have after this week. So last opportunity, DLGCon is something that we're going to be doing in the first week of November, right during BlizzCon, as a matter of fact. Uh, um uh, very early in November, we're going to all be meeting up in San Diego, hanging out, playing a bunch of tabletop games, video games, card games, magic, all that stuff, eating a bunch of really good food. People are going to be cooking stuff up, hanging out around San Diego. It's going to be a great time. So if you want to be a part of that, uh, you can jump on over to our Discord. Just go to dlgaming.net, join our Discord, and there's a channel in there for – or actually, what will be a lot easier, I'm going to link – the sign-up sheet in the description of this podcast episode. So you can just click on that. Go there. And guys, we're looking at like tickets. The most expensive they're going to be is $700. That includes food, some food for the weekend, at least one big meal usually. Um, That's the most expensive. And then that's the the most. And then the least is 400, you know? So we're going to try to find a price that works for everyone's budget but we're not blowing the bank here right it's a weekend in san diego food and friends it's not really that expensive i'm coming all the way from canada almost wasn't though i was going to be a sad a sad time so uh you could have taken a uh a trip with Roconius on his private jet that he has true he just said right now that he owes a deposit so that's one more i guess so we could add one more that's one good. more because Wonderful. we're trying okay right now i think we're in the middle house with the people or are we going fucking rockstar mansion i don't think if we can go rockstar if, mansion if any you know if a couple more people sign up we can go rockstar mansion but right now yeah. we are we are on uh property three if you are looking at the same sheet as i am when you join discord and you're looking where are we going to stay what are we going to be doing what's the house look like uh, it's linked to a google sheet that has four of our options and Guys, there's cool. nothing wrong with option three. There's nothing wrong. No, no. But I'll tell you what's, I'll tell you what's right. Rockstar fucking mansion. <laughs> That's where we want to get. It's and it's too not much. like, it's not like I want to fucking. I'm trying to push this because we, we may. I told. I talked to you guys about this. Full disclosure. We don't make any money on this. I want to go to the Rockstar fucking place, dude. Like it's so dope. It has so many things. So yeah, let's do that. Let's It'll do be that. the richest so, place I've ever stayed. Like it's just—it's ridiculous. It's too much. If yeah, but for a weekend, you, you can flirt with rock style lifestyle. For oh one yeah, weekend. for I mean, we all I'm can. not. I'm not too much of a saint for a weekend. <laughs> Let's go. <get on. laughs> uh, yeah. So if we had work on this, that puts us at 17, right? And we were aiming for 20 for the rock star. I think is that right? Whatever, uh, whatever it I don't is, think that's exactly right. But we can get. We're the between. After. We need like three to five more people, and that's not a lot. So just go look at the stuff and see that you don't fall in love with it. So there you All go. Right. Yeah. Plus, you get to see me shirtless. Oh that is a positive. Yep, for sure. <laughs> 
Okay, before we move on to listener questions, quick shout out to our subscriptions, Hinks59 Months. He says, wow, you guys are nice and early so I can watch from the UK. Yeah, that's why I like the earlier recording time so we can cater to our European viewers. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I hate it because like, I feel like a lush when I start drinking at this early, but I mean, I'm it is a hangover right now. Pretty sure you can drink at noon on Sunday. Yeah. Um, 59 months. I didn't realize he had so many months racked up. Good for that's you, like a, man. That's like a car, uh, lease, you know, or a fucking, that's a 59 month contract. You're like, uh, yeah. Right. yeah. I think he likes <laughs> that's us, a, it's commitment. It's good. We never talked to him. You know, he's subbing to us, but he's from the UK. We don't even sad. It's sad. You know, that's yeah, cause we don't start early. We got to start early and. Yeah. Okay. Next one from King Tyron. Nine months says, I love you guy. Now he later corrected this to guys, but I think he meant I love you guy and was referring directly to Christian. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Yeah. <laughs> I think you are the guy there. All right. And then last one, burn division, 27 months. Nice. Thanks, man. Thanks. I really appreciate it, dude. All right, time for some listener questions. So we had some leftover from last week, and we've got some new ones this week. They are all from Warconius. It's, so it's going to be the crazy, war- <laughs> dude. Warconius. It's the Warconius show. Warconius. Yep, this is going to be the Warconius show here. So first one, this is for Emilio. How far did you get in Days Gone? I know you were playing, but I can't remember if you mentioned where you got to, and did you end up getting to the fort? Um hard to say like I, I definitely got to a uh like a settlement of people that was ran by like an old lady and that's where i'm at yeah, i want to say nick got the furthest in this game i think he played it on console i'm i'm fucking up i need to play this um i start I, tr- I started playing it on my um steam deck but it it's just too many pixels for that thing to push and so I'll, I'll go back to the PC. Maybe after uh, Tomb Raider, remind me if I if I start playing something other than after Tomb Raider, start playing other something other than that. Let me know, Warconius. I do want to play this game on PC. And yeah, I was like, I think somebody bought it for me. Like I owe it. I owe it. Yeah. All right. Uh, next question. Any PC predictions for the Sony showcase next week? Okay, I think we're behind the ball on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so this was an older question, um, but he predicted Last of Us Part Two for PC, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart for PC, Ghost of Tsushima, 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 um, and a couple more for PC. What did they announce? They announced something that uh, one thing that was interesting to me, and I can't remember what it was. Warconius is actively chatting. Oh, right here, Hell so Divers Two. They announced oh. Hell Divers Two. Oh, awesome! Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. Yeah, so I was like, hmm, okay, I might check that out. Because Helldivers 1, I, I played that way after the fact, and I was a little disappointed. I was like, this this could have been – it's got some cool stuff to it, but after you've played a bit of it, it gets really old really quick. So I, I don't know. I'm hoping 2 um, has a little bit more going on. Assassin's Creed Mirage, was that of interest to anyone here? I've fallen out of love with the Assassin's Creed games kind of a while ago. I haven't really kept what, up. What I mean, um, setting would be Mirage? Is that a, a, like a, a desert setting? You would think. I don't know much about it. I don't it. know. Yeah. Obviously, it wasn't interest to anyone here. Okay, cool. Raconia says, yeah, I, only Helldivers for PC was announced. So. Uh, okay. 
Oh, he said, and he also says, "Yeah, this is almost like having my own personal podcast." I thought that was good. <laughs> um, Mirage. I, I don't think that's coming out for PC, at least not before it comes out for console. Uh, it says oh, I'm looking at that it's coming out for PC, but we can. What kind maybe is it's, if maybe it's all a mirage? If it was a post-apocalyptic world and just me and you were there, I'd still podcast directly to you, buddy, just for you. <laughs> All right. Next question. Almost halfway through the year, what are your top games of the year? I've been really enjoying Marvel Spider-Man Remastered and Ghost Recon Wildlands. Uh, I think everybody knows mine is Returnal for sure. I love that game. Fuck, have I played any now. games that have... Yeah. <laughs> have, have I played any games that have come out in 2023? God, that's embarrassing. Victoria 3 came out last year. Mm, shit. That's okay. That's applicable. You can get Victoria 3. Yeah. Victoria 3. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars Rebellion, 1998. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know. Um top games of the year, I couldn't I couldn't tell you. I haven't played anything like that amazing, like any new games. You know, a little um, extra kudos to Helldivers. I got to bring up. I just thought of it. It was the first, I believe it was the first Sony game to bridge that gap to PC. And that it was get, the first get, Sony game published on Steam. Okay. That's a different word for the same thing I just said. And then, <laughs> Yeah. Get wrecked. <laughs> Goddamn, um, Emilio. Jeez. Um, but like that paved the way and now I got to play God of War on my PC. So thank you. Uh, Hell that, sorry. That asphalted the way. Okay. Please. Thank you. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. What else we got? Uh, he says, or asks, why is there a weather channel? Uh, old people love the weather channel, man. I'm sure we'll all find out when we get old. <laughs> we'll understand its true value. Yeah. It's uh, like, it's porn for the impotent. Well, that was rough, huh? Yeah, that was. Yeah, yeah. damn. Yeah, damn. Um, and he asked, "Do you have a media rig on or media drive on your rig? If yes, when's the last time you used it?" <clears throat> I don't know what that means. Uh, so, do you have a hard drive on your computer that you use just to store media? Oh, I know Bobby does. Bobby has terabytes, <laughs> dude. Terabytes. <laughs> Yeah, gulps, dude. God, dude, I had <laughs> two <laughs> two eighteen terabyte hard drives in my computer, and I think they they're coming out with twenty two terabyte hard drives now. Like it's just getting ridiculous. And I knew this was going to happen. They had predicted like thirty terabyte hard drives before the end of the year or something. Are those but, solid state or are those no old no, spinning diskies? You can't get a solid state that size. I think the biggest solid state I've seen four or four terabytes, maybe maybe eight. I'd, like that you can actually purchase for a reasonable cost, I think, four terabytes. Michio right. Kaku was on um, Rogan, and he was talking about, um, what is it called, quantum computers. And if we basically get these things going the way we want them to, it's going to be you know bigger than the internet, huge changes to everything, just answers to all things. He, he did make a reference to uh, like, uh, whatever the you you put. We were finally get to get the supercomputer. Ask it the answer to everything. It's going to be forty two, um, which I thought was funny. Uh, this guy, 
built a particle collider in his garage at 17, a functioning particle collider. He blew all the circuits in his whole fucking living room. It's like a fucking something out of a movie, dude. 17 years old, particle collider. That's crazy. Cool. Yeah. Uh, they probably got a YouTube video that'll teach you how to do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> he's like 70 impressed. now, so. <laughs> okay. They didn't have YouTube back then. Um, okay. He, last question. What's a movie or TV show that was really important or impactful to you, but you haven't thought of it in a long time? He suggests the Bourne movies. Never seen any of those. Seinfeld, Terminator, Blackadder, Taken, or Lost. Dude, I, I just rewatched. I mean, I think about it all the time. So whatever. It's not perfect with the question. But Star Wars Episode Five. after I watched it, I just sat there. I was looking at Rianne and I was like, this is telling each of us to go out of our way and do something brave to make the world a better place. Like that's what I get from it. And every time I watch that movie, I I'm like just transported back to when I first watched it. And like my parents were behind me and all my siblings were around me. And, uh, I do feel like that movie makes me a better, makes me have a better outlook on life. You know, if I didn't have that experience when I was young, I don't know if I would have gotten it in another way. Does that sound too intense? Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Episode five. Oh, that's yeah. So weird. Oh, okay. Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, right. Empire yeah. Strikes Back, bro. Because what the right. Yoda, fuck is wrong Yoda, with you, man? Yoda's like, stay in college, stay in Jedi college. Uh, right. And he's like, but my friends, they're going to die. And he's like, you know, you're going to lose if you go. You just have to stay and, and learn for a bit. And then it's a trap. It's obviously a trap. It's obviously a trap, but everything works out. And that doesn't always happen in real life. But the sentiment behind it, I feel like, is valid. Hmm. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. Yeah. I never thought about it that way, man. But. <laughs> Thanks, dude. <laughs> Way to make an enjoyable piece of media um, a lesson. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, those uh, old Star Wars movies—they they were a little didactic at, at times, but yeah, I don't know why. I was thinking Episode Five, and I'm I'm thinking of Attack of the Clones for some reason. I got my numbers mixed up, and you're I'm like, like that one? really. Wow, dude. Wow, you got that dude. out of it? You didn't get dude. lost in like all the geopolitical bullshit that was going no, on? No, no. I never went back to the beach after. I was like, dude, I hate this stuff too. I know why. It sucks. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. A, a movie or a TV show that I don't think about a lot. Yeah, it, This always happens where I'll remember one that I'll, rem, I'll remember a movie that I loved and but has somehow like was completely erased from my memory. And the last time that I think that happened was with galaxy quest. It's like, it's such a fantastic movie and I just completely forgot about it. And I don't know, somebody mentioned it or it turned up on letterbox somehow. And I was like, Oh my God, I forgot all about that. Is I'm that the one it. with Tim, the Toolman Taylor? Yeah. Yeah. Tim yeah. Allen. Um, it, it's, it's the best star Trek movie ever made. <laughs> basically they go it's to mars that one right do they go to mars i don't know it's got a very young rain wilson you know dwight from the office and uh, missy pyle it's got, got some some actors in it that uh it was before they had really become these big famous people but it, it's a it's a comedy but then there's like these moments that are just that play so well dramatically too with uh What's his name? The bad guy from the third Die Hard. Is that Jeremy Irons? Um, 
I don't know. It's an incredible movie. If you haven't seen it, it's so good and it holds up incredibly well. And it's kind of like just nobody's bringing that movie up these days, right? Except me, I suppose. I think Star Trek, uh, the next generation was extremely formative for me. Like um, I watched that religiously and, you know, I enjoyed it as a kid, but little did I know that I was using whatever it was teaching me to become a man, you know, like, you know, generally it's, you know, in general, they're trying to do good, right? So yeah. most of the stories end up, you know, trying yeah. to do the right thing. But Gene Roddenberry was like a huge futurist. Like he believed, yeah. he believed all that stuff, dude. He believed yeah. in the future we weren't going to have money and that there was going to be like intergalactic peace and all this stuff. You know, I mean, I mean we're, not we're still working our, we're working our way. <laughs> it's taking a little while. When does yeah. uh, Next Gen take place? That's like 23, 2400, something around there. I don't know. Also, Deanna Troy was like my, I was so hard for Deanna Troy. Like, I had so much so that I ended up like liking curly haired girls, like with black hair, like her, like a Greek look. That, that was kind of my thing for a long time. All probably based on her. Um, yeah, there's that. And then movie wise, I saw, I've brought this up on the podcast before, and Bobby ended up watching it called Quest for Fire, a French film about fucking cavemen. That shit, I watched that way too young. I was way too young to be watching that, dude. And that, I was like, what is this? Like, I I don't think I even had a concept of what like cavemen really were and stuff. And I don't know if it's correct or anything, but I think about things in that <laughs> historically movie accurate. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a, a very young Ron Perlman in that movie playing a caveman. <laughs> Greg yeah. Hancock says uh, this is the answer. So, dude. Okay, he's full of himself. There's a lot of shots of his face for no reason because we're talking about geography. But yeah. like, watch the show. Like, he's check, so out. Check out one episode. Check out one episode. I've seen him before. Like, I've, I know saying, his face. I've seen him do other things than this. Like, series. it's not a crazy thing to think that there was an apocalypse that wiped out a civilization thirteen thousand years ago, and that civilization ha- was probably pretty far off. Like technologically, if you think about how many generations we've had in um, three hundred thousand years, right, and how much we've how much are we talking about the Egyptians again? I think think that's the problem, though, because it asks you to just think about it. You can just think about a lot of stuff, but what is (laughs) there's evidence? evidence. (laughs) What what is the actual like archaeologist? Like I don't know. Whenever I see his face pop up, it's always someone disproving his content that is like an archaeologist or someone like, oh, he's kind of wrong here. He's kind of wrong here. So his grand thesis idea actually has so many holes in it. That's what I see. But okay. Just watch the show, dude. That's all. I'm okay. asking you to watch the show. God, the, the what if. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying he's right. Oh, have you guys seen Stargate? And yeah, could that be a possible reason for the Egyptians? <laughs> Stargate <laughs> was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it could be for sure. <laughs> all right i think that's an episode yeah. um what's everyone playing next week um um tomb raider and XCOM. all right christian are we playing kingdoms two crowns i think we should make a good effort to try bobby all at right. the very it's least five dollars on indie gala so i'm gonna grab it you let me know if you want to play it um i did i did play some Sea of Thieves with Gummy and uh, Lotion this weekend, uh, two of our listeners. And uh, it, we had we had some really good runs, man. We had a great time. 
uh, they don't like PVP and they are not interested in doing PVP, but we sunk our first sloop. So nice, all right, I'll tell dude. the I'll tell the story. It's kind of interesting. <laughs> so we had <laughs> we had a big hole. Did you see how nervous <laughs> he looked? I'll, I'll tell. I mean <laughs> Well, I mean it's a story, dude. I don't know if I want to go down this bird walk right now. <laughs> Bobby. Bobby, when you sunk the sloop, were you on Megan D. Galleon? Uh no, we were not. We we we've been playing on uh Captain Gummy's ship, the Dirty Dangler. The Dirty um, <laughs> yeah. But so they're not great at PvP. Uh, I'm not great either, but I have an interest and in, I'm trying to become better. Then what the um, fuck have you been, guys been doing? If you're not PvP, I don't know. I don't know much about the game. Yeah, we've just did, been doing the PvE stuff. So we did, I think it was like a Fort of Fortress or something, and you get some really good loot out of that. And we're bringing it back and we've got these barrels. We've got a lot of kegs, which are really dangerous to carry on, carry on your boat. And we've got like super kegs. And Gummy's like, you know, I saw a sloop out there they're doing something on that island i'm just going to take the rowboat out with this uh stronghold keg and go blow them up I'm like all right dude go go for it and me and lotion were go to turn in all the loot so he goes out and does that and he he suicides he kills himself in the process of doing it um and he thinks he's sunk him and he's like oh got him yep got him all right i'm coming back and so we're offloading all the loot we finish getting all the loot turned in we sell it then we hop back on the boat and we start heading out to where we think he sunk the ship because we're going to go grab their loot. Uh, they're still out there and they're coming right for us. <laughs> and, they're, <laughs> and they're not happy. Um, so they, in PvP, and this is something I've learned playing the game, you've got to start with chain shot, especially against a sloop. You've got to knock their mast down. That's always how, how you have to start. So they start nailing us with chain shot. They knock our mast down and we get into a fight with them. And it's not going well. We're on the ropes, all right? Lotion's just down. He, he's the bilge rat. He's just bucketing and repairing constantly. I'm on cannons trying to get shots. Gummy's trying to steer it. But most, for the most part, we're just trying to get our mast back up because we're just dead in the water there. Um, but somehow we turn it around and I think it's because we had sunk some ghost ships and they give you these really good cannonballs. So I, I got a good angle on them and I just start pummeling them with these cannonballs. Boom, boom, boom. And, uh, we finally sank them and I don't know how we did it, man, but like we, and I think it was the first time, at least with lotion, I think it's the first time he's ever like sunk another enemy ship and we're like, oh, great. We're all like super happy. And we're all about to log off. And I'm like, okay, you know, we've got all these supplies. We've got, we got like 500 cannonballs. We've got all this meat. We've got like all these resources. Let's just do one round of PVP. Let's do hourglass. Let's queue up. You know, we'll probably lose, but whatever. And they've never done that. And I was like, okay, well, get ready because the, these guys are serious. Like, we're, we're probably going to get our asses kicked. And so we go in there, and sure enough, we lose like in two minutes, dude. They just demolish us. Yeah, they know in, what they're doing, huh? In the PvP. So, yeah. yeah. But I, I don't know. PvP is like a whole other ballpark with Sea of, sea of Thieves. It's like a completely different game. And I, I have a big interest in it, but I can tell <laughs> these guys don't. But it was a good time, man. We had a great run. I still like the PvE content, too. Bobby, uh, the the chain can so that just attaches you, or does it reel you in? Uh, no, the chain shot um, breaks mass. It has a wider hit box, so it's a lot easier to hit the mass. But if you hit the mass, it knocks them down, and they can't move. It's like anchoring them, basically. That's oh. another strategy: is to board their ship and drop their anchor. So you jump on their oh. ship, you drop the anchor, and then you throw a fire grenade on it, and you start attacking them, so they can't raise it back up. Um, but yeah, it's all about getting them stuck so you can just circle around and pummel them with cannonballs. How do you get from your ship to their ship? I guess you... Uh, you can shoot yourself out of the cannon. 
Is that the only way? Or is there I mean, you could of... swim over, but you're probably not going to catch them. If they're chasing you, uh, then you can just jump off the back and board. Right. But when you go into the water and get far enough away from your ship, a mermaid pops up that lets you teleport back to your ship. The enemy can see that mermaid. So if they're smart, they'll see it and know that someone's trying to board. But yeah, usually in a fight, you just shoot yourself over. I like um, the way more Sea of Thieves, dude. Like, yeah, is, I mean, is this the only game where you can tell a story like this? Like we were on yeah. the high seas. Like <laughs> Bobby, you, you need to bring a, a Sea of Thieves story yeah. every week. Like they're enjoying. Yeah. Dude, I got them. I got them, man. I, I had a good time playing with them, but there's other people that I play with too, and it's so funny how everybody has their own play style. I play with this other guy who I'm pretty sure he's like a 15 year old kid, but he doesn't want to fight at all. He wants to make friends with everybody. And then he'll say like, well, we'll give you the chest of fortune or you can have the chest of legends and we'll just take the other stuff. He always wants to like barter this, this uh, partnership. Cool. No, awesome. it's not dude, because people will like, yeah, sure. And then they'll turn around and blow you up, dude. Like people uh, will screw uh, you. And I'm like, dude, you can't, you, you can't like, uh, you can <laughs> ally with other shit. Yeah, you're dude. Like, you can't dude. trust people. Kid. <laughs> can't trust anyone <laughs> on the step open. on theirs before they step on <laughs> These yours. Are pirates, man. It's in their it's a doggy dog world out there, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. So I just like, I'll just fire on everybody. You know, I'm just like, I, I very rarely try to make friends on that game or ally because it usually doesn't end well. David Dukasm had a lot of caffeine this morning. Yeah, he's chatting up a storm. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's it, folks. Yes, okay. I guess I'll hit the outro button. Bye. Oh, wait, wait no. Wait. We have another outro. Sorry, dude. Are we not Sorry. picking our own songs? I haven't picked one since we came up with this whole thing. Well, we need to have it here before, so sorry okay. about that. All right. Okay, do the do the thing you do, Emilio. Oh yeah, speaking for uh, Christian and Bobby, um, pirate titties. Bye, Graham Hancock titties.